just lost in Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woohoo! <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rip job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? And we're back for like the 12th time in fucking Groundhog Day, Deja Vu Land. Oh, who fucking knows at this point? Muggins and cream in stagnant water. What have we got to talk about this week? Um, Can I cry about puff pastry? I, uh, I've done fuck all. I got... Nah. No. Well, I'm a bit better than I was... Uh, Definitely a bit better than was last week. It was very funny. Cara listened to uh, Monday's podcast, and um, she was just, you know, what she always does is tells me all over, you know, favourite bits. And she was like, you didn't utter a single fucking word. It was just a podcast where Kai carried the entire thing. And I was like, I was high. And she was like, everyone knows that. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Apparently to her and the rest of the listeners, it was quite obvious. Just you carrying the conversation while I just go, I... Uh, you didn't let your last out enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's the update everyone's waiting for you. How many times have you eaten your wife's box this week? Well, actually, she'll not thank us for oversharing this, but the last time we had Rumpy Pumpy, I'll call it Rumpy Pumpy because then it sounds like it didn't really happen. It sounds cartoonish. <laughs> no, it sounds, like uh, it, last it, it, it sounds like it did happen, but in the 1960s. Um, aye, so we cut a rug. Is that, does that mean dance or does that mean shag? Cut a rug. Rumpy Pumpy, that's sex. No, rump, Rumpy Pumpy sex, but it's cut a rug, dance or shag. Cut a rug? Yeah. Cut a rug sounds like a fucking euphemism for queefing. I think it's for dancing. That does, doesn't it? Does Aye, because if you cut the um, cheese, that's farting. So if you cut the rug, surely that's a queef. <laughs> cut the cheese. I haven't heard cut the cheese in a fucking million years. <laughs> um... So anyway, I, I started um, working my way down south. <laughs> I'm gonna talk. Walking fast, faces <laughs> passing your homebound. <laughs> um, and she brought us back up north. She finger on the chin and was like, "My lips are up here." And started kissing again. Oh, maybe like, you're bad at it. Oh, I what thunder tongue? Aye, thunder tongue. Do you think? Do you think? Do you do you think? Thunder tongue would be a compliment to someone eating pussy. You are aware of the vagina is a delicate thing. There should be nothing thunderous about your approach uh, to cunnilingus. Uh, nothing thunderous. If, thundering is what big fucking, like, you know, it's a thunderstorm, or if somebody's thundering down, it's like a fucking headmistress from the 1930s stomping down to give someone some form of retribution as punishment. You can't thunder a clit. I think I think yeah, yeah, you're looking at it all wrong. Th- thunder's like, uh, it's, the thunder follows the spark. If there's a spark with you and someone else, the thunder's coming soon. Oh, so th- <laughs> wait, so wait, 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 okay, it's all right. So lightning's the good bit. So, so, so you're a, so it's noisy. You're noisy. Uh, and she counts elephants while she waits for it. <laughs> um, all, all, I'm, all I'm saying is, right? If <laughs> would you would you agree that if a girl was to go down on you and she got that, the only reason you would ever bring her back up top was if she was shite at blowjobs. Um, aye. Which is, um, it's quite offensive, but also I, it, there isn't the potential that I might nearly be able to bleed out my cock. So there's always that element as well. Like if I thought that there was like a, just a maybe that I might bleed out my willy while she was giving us a blazer, mm. 
I'd probably just. I actually, I'd still. That's still. <laughs> still I'll find out the hard way. <laughs> You'd be like, "How is that worse than come? What are you talking about?" I. It, she surely knows me that I probably wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I. I just think that's the thing that happens in relationships is uh, that your, or at least this is my experience. Your partner has much more hang-ups about things than you do. Yeah. Just being like, I, we can't, we can't have sex. I haven't showered yet, and you go, what? <laughs> What, what do you think? What do you? Why do you think I have sex for the smell? Do you reckon that's why I shag you? Because I just if someone if someone goes to give me a blowjob and I haven't showered, I go well, well that saves me washing my cock. <laughs> 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 two bits, one stone. Well, you, there's two parts there. Come back that's amazing. It. Where's the other one? Cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, I so when I, when I went to go down on a one, I was just being a fucking awesome husband, and two, I was doing a little bit of market research. <laughs> Turns out, turns out they do not hold lickies in the same regard as we hold blowjobs. Mm. It should probably won't. Um, probably won't thank me for showing the work. Do you reckon it's because it takes longer? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Because I always feel not about. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I always feel about blowjobs and sex. If it if it ever lasts more than five minutes, it's because I I'm, I'm, I made it last longer than that. Aye, yeah. Like it, like yeah, it, like if it was a, if it was an efficiency thing. Like if they, you know, how good would it be able to just go down in your partner and you know if you could give Natalie an orgasm in like forty five seconds, like I, you would not be averse to her just being like, "Hey, I'm I'm stressed out. Come over here." Takes you forty five seconds. She does a bit of a squirt, bish bash bosh. You're all done. They'd be more inclined for it. Aye, just, aye. Which is, why, which is why we're so open. It's why we're so open to blowjob. A blowjob can be given at just literally at any point. You don't even have to take the trousers off. You just fucking whip the thing out. You put your mouth around it, and then aye, it can be over in under a minute if you're if you're good at it. And if it ever la- my... and ladies, important to know, if it ever lasts more than a minute, you're shite at it. Shall I tell you um, my hang-up with blowjobs? If ever there was one. Sure. Um, what would you do if I said all... no? What would be the next topic? I'd probably just, I don't, that was what ready for if you said no, that fart, I don't know if you heard that on the, on the, yeah, never mind, I'll just tell you anyway, um, which is, right, my hang up with blowjobs is, they usually lead to sex, mm-hmm. that, that sounds like it shouldn't be a hang up, but here's why I like blowjobs, because with sex, you're trying not to come, you're trying to make it last as long as possible, to be as pleasurable as possible for the other person. With the blowjob, you're trying to come, like you like that's the goal. So I think that's if, your goal. If a blowjob leads to sex, that means you've actually just accelerated how much sex you're gonna have. Like if you, it just means you're gonna have less sex. I agree. I, was, I, was I feel like the blowjob's stealing from the sex. But if you get a blowjob that's just the blowjob, then that's one of the best things in the world. It's like I guess it's why it's called a sexual favor because like someone's doing an absolute solid. No, I think is I think if you mix it up properly, if you do the order of foreplay right, like so, if you if they suck your dick first and then you go down on them, like so, you I totally agree with you. While they're sucking dick, you're like I'm about to come. Then you're about to come and you stop yourself and then you spend you know the next fucking fortnight going down to them however long it takes, and well and that and then you've got you, time and then and then you have sex and it's like a, you know, you built up to. I reckon I, I could reload pretty quick as well, so it's not like no should way. be robbing us. Which, should which, not be robbing. Should not be robbing ourselves out of sex if if I got a blowjob all the way. 
it would just mean that mm. in five ten minutes, it's gonna be way better than it would have been. Strong. If I'm just Wait, fucking you're, hanging you're, on. Your fucking cooldown period is ten. You can go again after ten minutes. I reckon. Say I. I reckon handled correctly. Oh no! I couldn't be arsed. Nah, I reckon I can still reload. No, I think I think that was me. That was you know, my younger days. If I've come once, I'm like, well, that's that's you know, my one for the day. Aye. For the week. <laughs> no, no. I don't. Did I did I hear you saying that you've got no libido on one of your Insta Live things? I do, it's not. No, 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 no. I don't have no libido. I just have compared to compared to my girlfriends. I have no libido. Does she does she want it more than you? Do you sometimes say you've got a headache or you're doing your hair? Oh, hundred percent, absolutely. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah, in every yeah. in every relationship, there's somebody who's got a higher sex drive than the other one. And in most of the relationships I've been, it's been the other way around where I've had the higher sex drive. And in this one, opposite. Can't keep up. Wow. Because I've uh, I've always had it like that. I'm on 24-hour call. Like, I wouldn't expect Natalie to be. I wouldn't expect her to want sex every time I wanted it. You're like an NHS sex like, worker. But I'm like, yeah, I am. Just I'm, on call like, 24 hours a day. If, if you want sex, just like at any point, I'm, I'm there. Like, just... <laughs> just, um... I... Like a real fucking Phil Neville plays anywhere on the park. <laughs> In the Mexican real, util- real utility player, you know. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. It's not that I don't have any. I've definitely, you know, sex is good. I just have. I just know it for the fact that like, I remember how horny I was when when I first started getting horny. Like I remember, like you know, when you discovered masturbation, mm-hmm. and you were just doing it as much as you could, just because it was like the greatest. Discovering the world. I remember at that time, like, you know, there was points where I could have three wanks in an hour just because I was fucking 14 and hornier than I'd ever been in my entire life. Aye, that, that spell didn't last as very long, like... No, I see, that's I had, the thing. Like, so I remember... One, the, one, day, one day with a f- sore foreskin before I fucking knocked that on the head, like... No, I mean, I, I fucking... You know, when your foreskin gets a bit red raw because you've been fucking bashing it too much. I, I, I remember being on work experience as a joiner. I was fucking like limp and run, trying to fucking collect wood and pass wood to the actual lads that were grafting, and I was just fucking there with like a proper saw cock in me pants. <laughs> I'd been pulling myself too much on my lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when I was able to do that and just thinking to myself of just like uh, being like, whenever I could, whenever I start having sex, whenever that fucking arbitrary time in the future is, like I'm gonna be having sex as much as I can. All the the concept of not wanting sex never occurred to me as a thing. In the same way that I imagine, if you know, if you if you grew up somewhere, uh, and you know, there was times when you went without food for long periods of time. You're like, man, the second I can afford food, I'm gonna have food. All the fuck at that level of, but then you then you just sort of fill up on it and you go, oh, I couldn't eat as much as I said I could. I, that's what I'm like with sex now. I look. Like you think because this is the first time you've um, lived with a partner. Aye. You know so how you, you realise it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. You, aye. <laughs> but you know how most people say they'd go back if they had a time machine, they'd go back in time and kill Hitler, right? If thirteen year old me had a time machine, he would come forward in time and kill me for not shagging my girlfriend as much as she was shagged. <laughs> Well, just fucking, you live with Cullen and Grant, don't you? Just oh yeah, so that's a bit like just you know, I'm a tag, so, as, tag as, them in as you. No, 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 no. Because one of my, I think one of the reasons as well is that I fucking absolutely. To me, there is n- very little ruder in the world 
than loud sex. I think it's obnoxious. I think it's fake. I think it don't make don't ever make somebody listen to you fuck. Don't ever under any. If you're in a hotel and you're shagging, you shag fucking quietly. Have some goddamn fucking respect for other people. Do not don't put somebody else in that awkward position of being like, oh, I'm just near two people shagging. How do I socially react to this? All that sort of shit. So I've got hang-ups about that. So when people are in the house, I'm like, you've got to... It's, man, I'm I'm like fucking a game of operation. Like, I'm just like, oh, do yeah. not make any noise, otherwise it, it's over. Um, is that a quote from the beach, the book, the beach? There's nothing lonely in the world than the sound of two other people having sex. I don't know, I've not read it. So you don't want to make them, you don't want to make Colin feel lonely. No, it's not that. I just like don't get me wrong. Sex, sex creates noises. I'm not going to sit there and suggest that you're fucking two mimes and there's no sounds of slapping on occasion. But you know, you know those cunts, both men and female, who make like real, real like oh oh no. I'm like that's not real. You've just you've learned that from porn. Like you, you're not making that noise because you want to make that noise. You're making that noise because you you're trying to prove that you're enjoying it. Whereas I don't need proof, uh, I just I've, assume. I've I've had that before where, with a lassie way back where I, f- I felt like she was fucking like overdoing it. God. Like like she'd seen porn and she was trying to like imitate it the way like a psychopath would pretend to cry. I right, <laughs> just make like, all no, the right noises. Just fucking relax, man. <laughs> like why are you doing are you doing this for me? Right. It's not working for yeah, me. Here's the thing, you don't need to make me feel better about this. I'm already having sex. Hi. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong, if you hated it, I'd be gutted because we wouldn't be able to have it again, but... Ah, uh, it's like, like, I'd rather you do this than if you yawned. <laughs> I mean, it's like, so, I'd, rather, I'd rather a fake orgasm than an authentic yawn, just get that clear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people like, sometimes, look, noises and moaning and like, you know, fucking dirty talk or whatever you do, I'm fine with all that. But it's it's when it's the porn. It'd be like cooking somebody a meal, and the entire time they're just rubbing their belly, going, "Mmm, you're so good! Oh, yummy, yummy!" yummy. Ah, I'm like, just slap. fucking eat the food and tell slap me afterwards that it was good. Oh, uh, <laughs> just be, I just just play it cool, man. All right, what what happened to finishing the meal, licking your fingers, and saying compliments to the chef? Like. You're eating a meal and the entire time you're just screaming through to the chef, this is fucking amazing! Just stop ruining the restaurant for everyone else. Uh, mm mm mm. I'm not into it. You know what, though? Weirdly, I don't mind the sound of people in a hotel having sex. I weirdly like it. Don't get us wrong. I'm not, I've, never, I've never pulled myself over it. I've never gotten aroused by it. But every now and again, I've heard people shagging. And I'm for get on, son. <laughs> no, I just I get in there, lass. <laughs> I just think it's can't can't get yours. Do you not remember get that? You don't remember that time all those all those years ago? There was the girl in Dundee that I uh, made love to after I had a night out at Fat Sam's. Uh, I stopped halfway through there because she was making too much noise. I'm like, I'm I'm not having sex with you if you don't shut up. I'm not doing it. Mm. Like we are in a travel lodge. Right, people have... And Ellie woke me up in the next bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just think it's rude. Uh, well, you should probably make a bit less noise than mm. hypocrite. <laughs> tell you, I've started to feel like... Uh, I know we've spoken about this uh, a little bit, um, but uh, how much How much have you watched? How, 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 what is your relationship with TikTok? 
Right, well, this has come up. We're, we covered it in length one time, and then you brought it up again like we hadn't mentioned it before last time, so we're potentially covering old ground. Um, but it is uh, lip-syncing comedy just, bits. and I, I just keep... I've, I keep. I don't, I don't want to keep watching it. Like, Peggy keeps watching things because she's looking for more of those fucking muggly couple challenges we do because sometimes we're not muggly enough for our own corners. Yeah. Uh, and then, but just the rest of it, I... I I know it's wrong to generalise, and I really try my hardest to not to, but I hope everyone on that app fucking dies. Like, I've, I've not seen... People are like, it's like Vine. And I go, no, 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 Vine, Vine was funny, man. Like, if you go and watch Vine compilations, like, Paul Barnum was fucking great. There was good solid... We had some good Vines. We were we were having a good time on Vine One One Sydney in Australia. Well, there was something creative about it because you had to you had to be funny and creative in six seconds. You couldn't just steal an idea and re do. I just I'm turning into an old man. I uh, and um, do you think it's I'm going to sound like a therapist here, but do you think like you wouldn't have been bothered about stuff if you were getting attention through the usual channels? No, of being on stage to a thousand people and getting a lot of attention that way, and now you're seeing all these people. Doing fuck all and getting attention, and you're a little bit like resentful. Gan, nah, fuck off. That's not talent. No, what I used to do. No, you could have shown. You could have shown. What I did. You, you could have shown me TikTok like when I was mid tour, and I, I still believe I would have hated it with the same amount of fucking venom because Veracity. it's not. I'm not jealous that people are getting attention because I don't know how. I don't know how much. I don't know how successful these. Tic- I don't know how with the with the number that shows you how successful a TikTok is. Like I'm just watching these things being shown. It'd be like looking at somebody's Twitter feed and assuming every one well, of those things is gone. Well, success is when Netflix's Daniel Sloss is watching your TikTok. So all of those people you hate have reached a level that they would be delighted with because because you watched it. It's just, it's not... I, I, I do... Don't be wrong. You're right in the sense that I fucking... I despise people who have no talent that become famous because I, I think fame is a byproduct of talent and that's the only time fame should ever exist. You should be... reality TV shows that just let fucking Jade goodies... Well, don't don't get me wrong. I watch those garbage shows. I stopped watching uh, Love Island just because for me it just became too scripted. It was heading towards like the Maiden Chelsea that fucking like here's just a bunch of twats and we're going to make them say what we want to say and it's all very fucking fake. Season one and two of Love Island were very good because it was essentially... Here's a bunch of fucking scummy chavs and nets. Let's stick them in this one place where they're going to get sunstroke and let's just fill them with booze so they treat it like shit and we can all watch a show and go, I'm better than you in every single fucking way. I was happy to indulge in those. And then it just became influence. I, I, watched, I watched Big uh, Big Brother season one, you know there. Marjorie. Oh, back Marjorie when it... went da- Darren and the chicken. Uh, uh, back when it was the first ever reality TV show, right? And after season one, I was like, well, that was fun. I cannot believe that here in the future, 2020, some 20 years later, or whatever it's been. It may, it may, it may be 20 years since the last Big Brother. Maybe it's like 15, but in that ballpark. I cannot believe they're still regurgitating versions of it. Like, fucking move on from that somehow. Mm. How did we get stuck on that for 20 years? Fucking come on, man. Didn't we just turn the camera on fucking some absolute fucking basic bitch? And then the, the, the thing they did as well is they took it away from being just basic bitch house full of muggles and took it house full of extreme eccentrics. And like, 
like not even a cross section of society, but like fucked up, like f- looking on un- looking under a rock to find people. No, but I, but the, I think there were the seasons of Big Brother where it was like fuck it, let's put like a clip. There was like they put in fucking Pete who had Tourette's. They put in people with like from genuinely different backgrounds and being like, right, let's see how you all interact with each other. I think there was a time. When it was, we're go- this is now forever. Whereas reality TV now is just, we're going to get the, just the ones that are pretty to look at. And that just makes it, I don't know, seem... I, mean, I don't know, I... Um, it's just softcore porn in the end. I, I'm complacent in it because, like, I watch the absolute... There's a show on now on uh, I, I, on Netflix, there's two. The one was called Love is Blind, and then there's another one, um, which is... Too hot to handle, and is Love is Blind the married at first sight kind of one? Is that called married at first? Love is Blind the one where they they're chatting to each other in the booth and they can't see each other, and then one of them proposes. Yes, and the reason I watch that is because, as you well know, hate fucking fuels me like nothing else. Like hate is my spinach, right? Like Popeye, Uh, just fucking. I'm like, there you go, Dad. Skip that fucking raw emotion into me and these shows make me fucking despise people so i'm i'm complete i'm absolutely complicit because i do then i go- can't believe you persevered with that man because i i ended up there where it was just before the lockdown started right um natalie's friend can cancel that holiday early come back early but had to come via london and stay the night so she stayed at ours and she had heard about that show suggested it to natalie and those two put it on and kind of forced me to watch i couldn't even play with my phone without them going oh look you're missing it and i'm like oh my god i'm trying to miss it I'm trying not to watch this. It's fucking awful. And then I watched one episode. And um, I did get that thing where, like, I was mildly invested in it because, like, fucking it's like eating junk food and then it's a bit Moorish, you know what I mean? But, like, none of it felt like it was good for us. None of it felt like I was taking anything in that I needed. It was proper junk food. Oh, yeah. uh, Brain chewing. And I was... And in, in just the fact that, like, they watched it as a flash in the pan and it didn't have to stay on in the background. Fuck, man, I would hate it to have been committed to that, to have to watch episode two of that. No. Like, to, to self-inflict that upon yourself, man. No, no, what for, for me, it's it's what they do is, because I hate everyone on the show. I hate everyone. I hate everyone the second they open their mouth and they talk. There's not a single one I fucking like. And then I watch it because I want to see those people sat. Like, that's the endorphin release for me. I'm like, you've just shown me somebody I fucking loathe. The polar opposite of me. Somebody that's dumb enough to walk into a fucking pod and just go, I've spoken to someone for two days and now I'm going to propose to them. I categorically, from the bottom of my heart, want to see that person's relationship fail. A hundred percent. Because it deserves to fail because fuck them. So that's why I'm invested. Like, I'm just, But even, even... You set up a character, the, you create this person that I go, I fuck... It's the opposite to the hero story. They go, here's Harry Potter. And you're like, fuck it, I like Harry. I want to... Re- I'm going to read the rest of these books because I want to see Harry Potter be happy at the end of it. I'm the opposite. You introduce me to a person I fucking hate. I will invest my time to watch that person's life turn to shit. Happily. Like, you, you introduce me, but me hold to on, these think, people... Think I, Dude, think about who we're hating here, right? Like, the, the, the reason I felt icky is because they even apply to be on that show when you marry someone that you've just met on a reality TV show for to suck the dick of fame for 15 minutes, right? 
Like to be that person. You've got mental health issues and we're tuning in to hate people who need help. Like the fucking shouldn't be, they shouldn't be exploited and fucking have that, have that fucking shit dragged all across, that mental health issues dragged all across this shitty TV show where we're sat at home slow wanking over how better we are than them. They should fucking, they should, that application for a show should get given straight of a therapist and they should be fucking sent straight to them instead of putting it on, on our TV. It's fucked up. Oh, well, I mean, 100%. Aye, but, I just, but tough shit. Like, every, man, look, here's the real <laughs> secret. Everyone in the world needs therapy. Like, Aye. everyone, like, we've all got shit on. Like, you can't narrow it down. Like, and these people on the show, like, it's not... I would agree with you, and this might be a shy thing to say, right? Agree with you in the sense that if it was people who I was like, you are legitimately, like... You know when people start bullying Susan Boyle? Like, uh-huh. that was all shit. You go, no, 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 that's somebody that has a legit mental she illness a lot of these yeah, people are, are yeah. just attention fucking seekers like you see them on Instagram I double check if somebody I was like you are legitimately not there and I feel like you're being taken advantage of absolutely from yeah. the bottom of my heart watching and investing in these people I'm like no like you chose to do this you went I'm attractive so I'm going to go on this fucking show and being attractive is my quality and I and by the way, and I've got no personality to bring with it either. It's just I've and that's what Love Island and all these other shows is. I've gotten by with this so far, and 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 I, and and they're privileged, and it's and it's it's fun to watch privileged people get their fucking comeuppance. I I mean I I got it. Like I like I said, I did feel that fucking like. That that sugar rush kind of junk food quality, like Aye. that more. It's not good. I agree with it, you. Right? It's not good. But uh, but but the guilt that comes after eating a fucking greasy burger, you know what I mean? It's like I fucking. Oh, I wish I hadn't had that. Should have just had something with nourishment and vitamins, you know. But I mean, you can't always get that. You're not always going to get fucking knowledge and enlightenment from your entertainment. I tell you what, I've been watching a lot of lately. Shit with violence in, man. Fucking, I, I'm on Gangs of London at the minute. I've done True Detective, uh, done Ozark. Um, fuck me, I have watched so many people die in the last few weeks. I didn't know if that's healthy. <laughs> oh, but I mean, you could just do the same by watching the fucking news, mate. I've got a fucking bloodlust. I have a guy on Call of Duty every night and fucking blow some heads off just to fucking <laughs> to get get some sleep. <laughs> just calm down with a little bit of war crimes. And then I go and check the deaths on the COVID numbers. My fucking life is just fucking surrounded by blood and guts and death. Well, that's in the real world or the fucking computer games or on Netflix. I'm just fucking surrounded by it. I wonder if I can go on a day without someone dying and like, you know, hearing about it. Like you say, off the news, off the TV, off a show that you're watching. I wonder if you can go on a day without fucking, fucking death fucking just glinting his sigh in the eyes, trying to blind us. I see, mine's the opposite. I wish I could go a day without wishing someone was dead. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I hear someone's dying, I'm like, oh, hope it's someone I hate. Did you have a bit about, like, uh, if someone dies, tell me about them, not about the killer? Oh, Decide if I like them or not. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's why they should do the, the breakdown of the statistics of the COVID. You're like, right, that's just a number, but, like, do I care about any of these people? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, <laughs> like, how many, what man, like, when they, when they give you the death toll, I, I think it's, they should be given the fucking ages of people, right? 
They should absolutely be given the fucking ages of people. They go, 50,000 people die. And you go, okay, how many of those were over the age of 75? And they go, oh, well, 95%. You go, cool, don't care then. Legitimately don't care. Old people are meant to die. They've had their life, they're dead. It's sad if you knew them, fully fucking get it. But don't, don't pitch it as 45,000 deaths. As if a bunch of fit, prime young people, right, in the best years of their life were mowed down in a fucking massacre. Some old people stopped living because that's what they're put on this earth to do. Yeah, that that was like um, Colin said uh, the stat today was that more people have died in America because of COVID-19 than because of Vietnam. And um, that that's staggering uh, numbers. And I'm like... Aye, but it wasn't that many 19-year-olds. <laughs> like, v- Vietnam was these people who went out there because they'd seen how World War II veterans were treated and, you know, they really believed in this, defending their country and that. And it was, you know, they were sold a lie and they were, you know, butchered and murdered. And all. That's legitimately sad. The survivors of COVID aren't fucking uh, shunned by society on the streets. Aye. <laughs> and then plunged into homelessness. <laughs> Like uh, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not that it's not that you can't just put the numbers next to each other and say it's the same stat. Like, one of the easier, one of the easiest math principles in the fucking world is the older someone is, the less sad it is when they die. That, like, when babies die, babies dying is the worst thing in the world. We can all agree that a dying baby is just something that nobody should ever have to go through. Somebody under the age of 10 dying, fucking that's not fair. Even somebody under the age of 30, too young, the rest of your life fucking ahead of you, all this potential, under 40, yeah. go fuck young parent, then, all that sad. Under 40, yeah, someone, someone's, someone's mother taking too long. Someone's young, a, you know? Under 50, like we live in a first world country, it's 2020, you can't, somebody under the age of 50, even under 60, under 60, that's no fucking age. 70? Well, I mean, what did what did he do for the first 50 years? Like, was he a smoker? Was How good were his 20s? If his 20s were excellent and he died at 70, I'm pretty sure he's thrilled. Yeah. And, um... Oh, what's the... The, oh, the, yeah, that's the the thing that sorry I just bookmarked this in my head from from earlier so I'm just trying to catch up on it. There I watched Fury the other night. What a fucking film, by the way. Fury with uh, Brad Pitt, John Berthnall, oh, yeah. um, Shia LaBeouf, and the guy from Ant Man, the funny guy from Ant Man, the Mexican. Aye. <laughs> um, I watched that and just what they what they went through in in war. You know, like it gives you a real insight of like fucking even when the guns aren't being fired, how fucking shitty it is. Aye. Right, and uh, the fact that people are comparing what we're going through new to that, <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> well, maybe that, maybe that's a. That, I think you might have found a loophole in my older they are, the sad, the less sad it is that they die. Because I would say when war veterans die, that's sad. That's definitely sad. Because you're like fucking hell. Like, I do get a little bit whenever a war, even though they're like a hundred and something fucking years old now, or like uh, ninety eight, ninety nine. When they die, I'm like sad. I'm like, because you did have your childhood robbed from you. You deserve a long life because you yeah. lost a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. You, you need a good fucking uh, couple of decades of retirement just tending to your garden. Aye, okay. Fucking walk, like, walking your dog and that, like, fucking aye. Ah, uh, you know that, that I can't remember his name, but that old guy that did, just did the 100 laps around his garden for charity raised Tom, almost a million. Tommy someone, isn't it? Aye. Like, when he dies, Tommy doesn't, Robinson. Matter, doesn't matter what age he is when he dies, sad. Huh? Yeah, he 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 can have the long life. Ah, oh, he's allowed it, but yeah. fucking. You're, ve- you're, ve- you're very much a fan of eugenics, Daniel. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's just you, it's... you think there's a correct way of doing it, but you you, you you do subscribe to it. 
Look, do I believe that there are some people in the world who, if they were dead, the world would be a better place? 100%. Do I believe I'm in the position to decide who those people are? No. I reckon I get it like 80% right, Look, which I wouldn't do. I'm just saying. I, rec- I, I, would, I would do way better than Hitler. You're the, you're the most right-wing libertarian I've ever met. I think. Oh, I think that's You'd a... You'd be very, like... You'd be very gay rights, feminist, like, uh, like all kinds of... Like, you'll, you'll find causes that aren't yours, oh. right? You will. And you'll you'll be a voice for causes that aren't yours. And you're very, like, progressive in that way. And then you'll just be, like, point at someone you don't know in the street and go, but that person can die. It's such a weird juxtaposition. And I think it's correct. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, don't, I don't know if you meant that. I, you if go, you meant yeah. that as an insult, I need you to know I took that as a compliment. Now I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it, right? You'll say, you, sir, should be able to marry who you want. It's a free world. But you, sir, who I don't know, get in the earth so the worms can eat you. Oh, yeah, because, <laughs> yes, because that fucking person did something else that infringed on those two people's rights to get married. Just got old. Just done the... Then the, the crime no, I'm, of I'm reaching not, look, 80. I'm not. I don't, th- I don't think old people should be killed. I, I, no, absolutely not. I, I agree murder as well. I'm just saying that when they die, I don't care. It's not as sad. I'm it's just not. not, not sad. I'm not, I'm not going to waste an emotion on something that happens every fucking day. Well, you've you, know what, you know what's sad here about... Um, it's sad if, like, you know, someone someone that's uh, 70 or 80 dies, but then the mums at the funeral or something, that's when it hits me when I'm like, oh, no, like, it doesn't matter how old you are when you die. It's fucking sad if you're still somebody's child. Oh, yeah, okay, that's another thing. Well, I do, I do <laughs> if, agree if, with so, if, some, if somebody's, like, super elderly parents hanging on in there, it outlives them. That's, that, that always... Uh, but I think that... Like, oh. oh, we seem to have... Huh? Oh, sorry. Oh, it's, it's cut, cut off. It, has, it has cut off. Daniel must have seen an old person no, you past the house and they ran out to beat them to death with a hockey stick. Uh, so I'm going to ring him back. Hopefully that's, he kept recording the and didn't pause it. And I'm done. It's ringing now. Sorry about that. The blood that's all right. Did you keep recording? Are we on the same time? I did, I did. I kept recording. Good. Uh, the, good, point, good. the point I was going to make there, I do agree I, with the concept of like no... No parent should ever outlive their child. Like, I just think that's a level of sadness that human beings just shouldn't have to go through. That being said, right, let's say you're 87 years old, right, and you get diagnosed with cancer, and you had a brilliant 20s, you had a fairly good fucking 30s. Like, the fact that you made it to 87, you're like, I've had an absolutely brilliant run. But you're, uh, I mean, what, you're 87, so too young. Let's go 85, right? Let's say you're a 102-year-old mother is still alive. I think it's your duty to kill her then. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, You should just do do heroin together. I just go, go out go. in one big How ball of brown. How much would your mum like that? Imagine that, going out with your mum. Uh, they didn't want, want to hang on after you go at the age of 101. They've already hit the milestone of 100. If you if you are 85, if right, to 85-year-olds listening to this podcast who have still got parents in the hundreds, Get some heroin in just in case. Ah, oh, man, yes. man, heroin, boy, man, get, coke will kill them. Just get a gram. Aye, 
fucking imagine your heart beating through your fucking chest at the age of 102 after a big fucking rake a Colombian speed bump <laughs> holy I imagine how much imagine how much money the war vet would have fucking raised that time going around the garden that fast <laughs> <laughs> get in aye well we've managed to um, create some content I think Danny fucking 12 uh, 12 episodes in they're doing fuck all <laughs> I mean don't you I feel like it's so still far, got a bit I- of I feel, I feel like a bit of chat. I feel like what you've done, Jack, you've just this party says McDonald's, this one good podcast. Ah, I was, was going <laughs> to wrap it up. I was just saying, look, let's put it in the can, put a pin in it. That's something. Ah, there we go. Do my dad jokes. Sweet, done. Hey, have you got anything to plug? Have you been doing anything? Uh, nah. Oh, yeah, hold on. So I'll be doing a day drinking with Dan the at 12 UK time on Friday again, as always, and I will be moving the American Day Drinking with Dan to Sunday, just because... Uh, Put a day in between, I, because, so you're not doing it hungover. Well, yeah, yeah, because again, what I do is I get I get very drunk on the Friday, and then on the Saturday I'm going to spend the day just baked out of my fucking mind. Uh, that'll be my one stone a day, and then on Sunday uh, I'll be able to drink uh, for an hour with everyone and, and recover by Monday. Oh great! Um, also, I tell, like I know, even though I just put a pin in the podcast, there's another thing I wanted to bring up. Um, are you getting a lot of people just because because there's a lot of like charity and people in need and stuff at the minute? Are you getting a lot of people getting in touch with you asking to do charity stuff? Uh, I ge- I genuinely don't know because the because old... there's no way people can get in touch with there's you. There's no way people can get in contact with me. I know it goes via Marlena, but she's very yeah. aware that I'm not working during this, so. Yeah, because I'm I'm aware that there's people trying to get hold of you. Because someone will ask me to do something for charity, and then if I do something like record a video or anything like that, they'll then ask for you. And I realise they're asking for me so that they can get to you, and that's happened a couple of times. But the the amount of people that have like asked for like. Oh, somebody got in touch yesterday asking us to put on a comedy gig with no like after the lockdown prefix, just like hey, uh, this is the cause and showed us the cause, gives a bit of spiel about it, right? Like um. Very similar cause to what I ran the charity for in 2016, so I can see why they came to me, right? Mm-hmm. I, got, I get that bit. Um, but then it was just like, if I find the venue and I sell the tickets, could you put on a comedy gig? And it was as if they didn't know lockdown was on. And like, obviously, I replied sympathetic, saying like, hey, I don't think we can do anything. There's a lockdown on in process, right? But I kind of wanted to just go on. Hey, it switched on the news in the last seven weeks. <laughs> do you? Like, what the fuck, dude? How am I? Are you? How am are I you even explaining this to you? Like, what the fuck kind of? What? Are, <laughs> anyway, like, you kind of get mad at somebody that's doing their best to raise money. But um, there has been like just a random like influx, like not random influx, like an expected influx of people coming to me and asking us to do stuff for charity, but. I kind of, like, in a way, I, I feel like I, I, I'm a charity. <laughs> Aye. I'd rather you figure it out, but I'm unemployed. You're like literally going up to fucking somebody that's, uh, that's just lost their job and asking them to graft for you. Um, but I, I just want to get that off my chest because somebody asked us to run a comedy gig during a lockdown. <laughs> I know, I think with the with the charity request as well, like, um, I, I've got the charities that I like and use because man, the man, the, look. The, the thing is, there's an infinite number of fucking good causes out there. Uh-huh. And the thing is, all man, if I see stuff, I'll normally donate to stuff uh, anonymously. Uh, but uh, when it comes to actually, you know, helping a fucking charity, I've got the charities that I like um, that you know I want to you know invest and do time, uh, do stuff for, and in the future, 
So, so uh, no. Uh, that's it. When you when you deload when you deload for charity, you don't feel bad. Uh, oh yeah, turning down, turning down, turning down the requests because you 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 now think well that like, you do loads, but it still it still feels bad. Oh, like, every every single charity that I've had to turn down because I'm in fucking no position to like even like people wanting to share me social media output. Like I haven't got that many followers on social media in comparison to yourself and many others, but people will get in touch with me saying, "Can you share this?" In there's so many of them that if I was to do that, that's all my pages would be, would be just sharing charities. And if I share one, the other charities that get in touch or the other causes that get in touch would see us share that one and feel like they've been overlooked. And every single one of them that I let passes by, I feel bad about. And like, we day just starts getting riddled with guilt. Oh, I mean, and, and, and you've finally arrived at the conclusion of why I don't check my DMs. I yeah, I, I can totally see it because for for me to be reaching that point, yours must be fucking uh, yours must be a sickening amount of appeals. I I get it. It makes you feel bad, but it's you know it's 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 a weird level of guilt because you've not done anything wrong, but it's a, it's the lack of you feel like you've not done anything right. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, but that's 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 sadly not the UK case. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a shame. And as well, half the time I didn't have like. They're saying, like, can you share this? And half the time I think, like, is, share, is me sharing even going to do anything? I'd have to be an activist for it. I'd ha- for me to get anybody to donate to that Just Given page that you asked us to share, I'd have to actually, per- like, personalise with it. I'd have to get behind it and I'd have to push it. I couldn't just share it because you've asked us to share it. Like, that's just a click. Oh, and right. that's just a bunch of people saying it that are going to scroll past it. I'd have to become an activist. And, I, like, you cannot become an activist for all of the causes. It's also the amount of people that just go, because they're going, oh, okay, this is, I've, I'm doing my bit. I've asked you. That was my charity. I asked you to do the thing. Uh-huh. So what? Yeah, there, there the was a lot of time. Not, I- you've not done it, but I've done my job. You're you're making my job harder. I go, no, no, it's, it's still your job to raise the money. Yeah. Um, I did, I found that like after um, after our big charity drive in 2016 for Kane, uh, a lot of people got in touch, just basically saying, "Can you do the same for this charity? Can you do the same for this charity?" And they were all absolutely fucking worthy causes that like deserved deserved all the help that Kane got. And I had to say to them, like, use our model. Like, you're coming to me because you've seen what we did. We can't just repeat that over and over because the land doesn't have any nutrients left in it. The soil's fucking... It, it, I can't regrow crops on this farm anymore. I will literally... The whole community and industry is dry, so you need to take our formula and look at what we did and you do that in your industry and in your community and, and try and just, like, replicate it. So if you can just learn from what we did, then, then I'll give, like, little bits of advice of, of what we did rather than taking on the campaign for myself. I think that's fair. And has that cut off I'm again? Or was he bored? Again. I think he, I think he was just bored. Hey, you find what, signal? Maybe just, um, it wasn't. It wasn't really about. Hi, Kai. Oh, I'm gonna sing back to the. Oh, here we go. It's you. It's you. Wonder this could be. Hello. I'm gonna wrap this call up anyway. All right, mate. Um, I have you got dad jokes? Aye. Right, before we get into them, uh, people can buy my show from my website www. That's three w's dot kaihumphreys.com forward slash shop there's three shows on there you can get them for a tenner if you use discount code covid19 also i've released a book it's on amazon um and you can just type my name into amazon and you can buy my book um so yes that is all i've got to plug because there's no live shows coming up apart from that charity night i'm running <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
your dad has molars for front teeth and is a herbivore by nature, <laughs> but will attack if provoked and is believed to have lived during the Triassic period. <laughs> is, that, is, that a wiki, is that a wiki page from a dinosaur? No, no I pulled out my arm. Sounds like it though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, your dad has a shell like a hermit crab and you often see him scurrying from A to B in it. <laughs> uh, your dad used the belt on you as a kit. Uh, it seems harsh, but getting you to smoke heroin proved way too difficult. <laughs> uh, your dad came back from the dentist with half of his face numb and he was actually burning toast while he had a stroke, so he still doesn't know that he's had it. <laughs> Your dad doesn't use a bookmark. He just flicks through it until he finds a damp page and that, that lets him know where he finished crying or came. <laughs> Still licks his finger to turn the page regardless. <laughs> All right, there's a party in your dad's mouth and everybody's invited, but he hasn't had a single RSVP. <laughs> your dad cleans his eyeballs with his tongue. <laughs> When your mum was in labour, the doctor shouted, "The doctor shouted, push!" And your dad thought they were talking to him, so he pushed your mum off the bed. <laughs> what a thick cunt! Uh, your dad got a cease and desist letter from the Oreo company because he kept emailing, tweeting, texting, and shouting outside their offices. More like, I want Oreos. <laughs> On Corio. <laughs> um, your dad got thrown out of KFC for licking everyone's fingers and has now opened a lawsuit to them for entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that's uh, that's all I have to say about your dad on that matter. I think that's fair and reasonable, actually. Right, well, we'll reach 45, so that's good. Sweet. If we just wait 10 more seconds, we can finish it literally bang on 45. <laughs> Uh, now we've got to put the intro on, so it'll still show oh, up. like 46 well, minutes or fuck something. Then. Why am I still you know on I mean? the phone? Well, uh, I'll see you at day drinking. I'll see you at day drinking. Bye. Bye.